You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to my program. I hope you're enjoying visiting Facebook. It's growing, and things are getting better for the foundation. But that said, I want to discuss with you something that, well, it's not so much political, although it sounds like it, but there's a certain kind of uh, inhuman being that, that's how I see a Democrat, the way they are behaving. They, and you, you don't want to be, got to be very careful in your dealing with those people. Um, and I think I'll do the program on that subject, Sympathy for the Devil. For example, um, Donald Trump, now I don't want this to be political, but I've got um, a, a, a eye, a focus, like you have a rifle, and I take aim at what I see. And it's up to you, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, of of your finest hours, or being who you are, and not belonging to any group, you know, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican. In my opinion, they're both no good. And it was, it was very clear in Obama period where the the the, the well, I, what is the one I was talking about just now? Just slipped my brain. Um, the Republicans never stood up to Obama, and they act like witches. I mean, they they like I don't have to find the words for it. They never stood up to him. And neither did you, ladies and gentlemen. You just put up with it. Now you'll see, because you're, you don't want to fight. I get that. You don't want to, to uh, be have, have bad friends with your neighbor or your wife. It, politics is, is a dangerous thing. Either you're a good person, you're decent, and not perfect, but becoming so, or you're troubled, and trouble makes you somewhere in the middle of good and evil, you see? But at least some of you in your trials and tribulations eventually find your way to what life and purpose means. But there's something about the Democrat that is really has really become weird. And they seem to have a love of the devil and sympathy for the devil. And that's what I'm saying. Now, for example, just for example here, uh, that, uh, that Donald Trump wants to check to see if there's any cheating in voting. And all of a sudden... There's a tremendous outrage. He's got no proof. Is this and that? You know, I don't. I can't speak their language. So crazy, see. But he's going to do it anyway. But 
in that outcry, in that is a fear that the Democrats or Democrats, whatever you want to call them, know that in my guess, there's millions of people who are cheating, see, and voting with great impropriety and not caring. And you see, and, and that's, I'm sure that's what is terrifying. You got no proof, you got no, but the proof is the way they react. And so that's intuitiveness. It's simply intuitive. And you have to hold on to that, that kind of thing. So you have a next-door neighbor, and it comes up. You need to talk to him that way. Why do your, those people of yours behave the way they do? You can't prove it. It's not true. It is true. Because the Democrats are basically in sympathy with the devil and in using that as a term to make a point of the seriousness of it. I would like to have a Democrat call me. Please, just call me, and especially if you have a problem, so I can remove the problem and your democracy, so to speak. 800-866-8883. Sorry, I'm a little slow in starting the program. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now, from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. What I would like to do, ladies and gentlemen, my friends, is I know Democrats and Republicans listen to this program, but I have never had a call from a Democrat. The people that call me are not in, are not involved technically with with so much with with um, politics. But politics is a disease. You can't belong to anything. You can't belong to the left, and you can't belong to the right. There's only one truth, and and a lie. And so that is. But if you have a Republican and a Democrat, that it means you belong to something, and you have to belong to the rules of that something. And so there's something wrong, don't you see? We only need good and evil. That's all we need. And I, I'm so, but there's some, something wrong with a, with a party uh, that is, has another 
God than I know. And so I, in my opening statements, said that the Democrats have sympathy for the devil. There's absolutely something wrong. They, they process or they, they are raising their party to cover up what's gone wrong with them. There are two parties, in a manner of speaking, if you want to put this, there's the party of good and the, and the party that's evil. And put, let's put it that way and not, not make two different parties, but just take, make one evil and, and, and with sympathy for the devil, which is the Democrat, and, and, and the man who's married to married to the Democrat, so to speak, has sympathy for the devil, so to speak. There's sympathy for something wrong. And I would like a person who is a Democrat to explain to me what a Democrat is. Is that difficult to understand? The number to call, please tell me what it means to be a Democrat. A Democrat, sorry. Um, 800-866-8883. I do not think that anyone, as far as you can go to the top, can stand my interview with you. It's not possible because you have not to stand on. You just have a bunch of lies, and you tend to believe in lies. And there's a, there's a reason for this. See, there's a reason for having sympathy for the devil. Um, how can I say this? 800-866. I'm just waiting for a call. 800-866-8883. Is the one out there? Just one. And please let me discuss it with you. I want to hear your point of view. And I want to take it down if I can, or I can agree with it if you are a more sensible one and a little bit more disgusted with your own party, which you shouldn't be belonging to. You should belong to no party. You should belong to the person who is good and decent. That's all. There's a simple thing about it. It's the parties that create the problem. It's the parties that the devil gets hold of. So look, we have a problem of... Uh, how can I say it? We have a, a civil war going on, basically. And it will become a civil war if the people of the right who are going to be involved with the people of the wrong, there's got to be a way that you can win this because the people on the left have been programmed to be violent and crazy, absolutely insane. And there's no other word for it. If you belong to the Democrat Party, you are completely nuts. How dare I say this on the radio? I've said it about Obama, that he was a traitor. And he didn't, he didn't, um, how can I say it? He didn't, uh, I can't find the words for it. But he didn't. He wasn't walking with his 
how do they say that? What was the same? He's walking with his behind or something? I can't remember what it was. Yes. He's, 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 yes, he's, he's dictating from behind, uh, with his behind. He's really actually using his behind to think. But the point is, the, one to, the, 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 republics didn't, the Republicans didn't stand up to him. They just limp-wristed husbands. See? There's something wrong with politics. There's something terribly wrong with them. So we shouldn't have it. It's only good and evil. And of course, evil has a sympathy for the devil. If you know what that means. I want to know, for, for example, if you're brave enough to say, call me and say, the voting, there was no cheating in the voting. How, what, what proof do you have? You don't need any proof. Donald Trump doesn't need any proof. The proof is that you're worried. The proof is if you stand up and say, you've got no proof, well, why can't I do it anyway to make sure I get to, be in, to have a second shot at being a president? Isn't that right? So stand up for somebody right now who will call me and say what I just said. C can you prove it? He's going to prove it, and he should. And that's what scares the daylights out of a person who isn't real. And the number is 800-866-8883. Now, I want to teach you how to deal with the people who have sympathy for the devil. Uh, but, uh, there are lots of people who have sympathy for the devil on both sides. But the, the, the tendency of the right tends to be inclined to do that be right. And the tendency, the extension of, of Democrats tend to, be, tend to, to lean towards perversion and the, the support of their perversive existence. See? And so they want to bring people, they have sympathy for the devil because they, I mean, Donald Trump is, is really sim simply making sure that the bad guys don't come in. So what is it about... How, uh, why are all the Democrats uh, angry and upset about people coming in and, and the uh, government throwing out all the people who don't belong here, especially the murderers and the killers and the liars and the cheats and God knows what? Why are they have sympathy for that? I know it's understandable to, that it should be understandable that when a, come, a person comes into a, into a country like this, that you should be cleared of anything. It should be that way. And it's very clear that ISIS is coming in with um, refugees. It's very clear that's the case, yet that doesn't disturb them. They have sympathy for the devil. There's a right way of doing it and the wrong way, but they just don't mind them coming in. They have no common sense to see that they come in with, and they do, and they will, and they are here, and they will murder and kill, and they uh, they get a, they have a sanctimonial 
um, cities. I don't, I don't know if that's the right word, but it's why? Why would you protect murderers and killers and have sympathy for them? And when they're caught, the sanctuary cities let them go to kill again. There's something wrong with that. Why isn't it obvious to you? It is, isn't it? But you don't have a voice like I do. It's the 800-866-8883. Now, now, next door to you, you will have a person who's a Democrat. And how are you going to deal with him or her? Are you afraid that you have a bad relationship with your next-door neighbor? You shouldn't. If you have a friend who is a Democrat, you need to, to ask him, what do you see in that? And he may get upset and angry. What I'm trying to see, say to you is you must not be afraid to, to hold on to your wholesomeness. That's right. To the degree that you are a whole person or becoming such. It's very important that you, you shine. You don't mind and don't care with what people say. And so here is how you deal with the bully. The left are built up of appeasers and a lot of bullies. People who are swearing at the oath of sympathy for the devil, for everything that's wrong. Drugs, alcohol, sex, perversions of every kind. What is wrong with that? It's a religion of the devil, of the dark side of the force, and all too many people are on to that, they're involved with it, and they hate goodness. Democrats hate decent people. They're mostly perverts, even though there's perverts it, 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 problems in with, with, with the right, if you understand what I'm saying. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. He goes to, everybody goes through trials and tribulations. But here, we can't allow our country to be uh, uh, given to crazy people on the streets. And it seems to be growing that way and get, get, getting momentum. So there will come a time when there's civil war. There's, there's come a civil, a civil war unless you start to speak out. and to, to, Because speaking out and not reacting to your next-door neighbor or being upset or wanting to be too careful with your next-door neighbor because you don't want to hurt his feelings, you need to not worry about that. That is what's wrong with you as a person. See, and so you are going to, like myself, you're going to go through trials and tribulations, but you must stand up. You've got to be careful not to do it at work. 
it doesn't matter. But what you need to do is, you 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 you're not lost in little bow people lost their sheep. You're not completely lost. There's always opportunities to stand up for something, and that something is that something could be hateful and cruel. And let's just take it as good and evil and not political parties because everybody has a, everyone has a problem with the faith. And no matter what your religious doctrine is and your political party or individual personality you might believe in, all of them have a common root in doubt. And you need to have understand what faith is. You mustn't let people frighten you into giving in. And and people say call you stupid, and whatever they do, screaming and yelling at you. I believe I can stand before a whole group of people, and they won't know where to where to look, where to look first. I've done it in my life. I'm not afraid. Never have been. And it's causes me to have a journey that most people do not take. There's only two kinds of of adventure. There's only two kinds of the way you can go. You can have sympathy for the devil and look for people to love you as you are and give you good feelings. And there's the other side of it where you, you speak up and you lose your job and you lose a friend. But in the process of that, the person that, that you've lost, for example, by speaking up to him, let me give you an example. And one that's one of my favorite ones. Uh, what if you have a good friend and you've been a friend for life? Okay, look. And all of a sudden, you enjoy the friendship. And all of a sudden, you see him with another woman and he's married with kids. And there's something inside you that is codependent on that on that friend. But that friend is a fiend for the moment. You've seen that. He's running around with it, and he doesn't say anything, but what kind of friend are you? So inside your heart, something says, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Now, that is a person who is a coward, a person. Listen, have you ever said that to yourself? I don't want to hurt his feelings. What's wrong with hurting his feelings? What's wrong with hurting his feelings is because he's giving you a feeling and getting and making you see, think that he's a good person. Well, he may have been a good friend for a while, but things may have changed. And therefore, you see what your friend, and if, if it is your friend, then you are obligated to say, hey, John, what are you doing with that lady? Are you my friend? If you don't tell your, do you tell, does your wife know about this? No. Uh, okay, well, why don't you tell her and say sorry? See, I, I ran off ran off the track for a little bit. It happens. And things maybe go right. Maybe they wouldn't. But 
in, in, if I'm the coward and, and dependent on someone liking me as my friend, and it may be a lifetime friend, the hardest thing in the world when you have a friend and he, he, he becomes a fiend in that sense is to say to yourself, and here's the words, the exact words, I don't want him, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Now, there was a one of the founding fathers, I forget who it is, it doesn't matter, it's, it's what he says, he says, it is the, the, the noblest thing you can do and the most dangerous thing you can do is to speak up to your friends. Because you might lose them. In your heart, you know that you may lose that friend. But also, you may gain a real friend because he may actually get angry with you and walk away from you, which is what you really which will really make, make you feel like somebody's pulled a rug from underneath you. That's where the words in your head come from. I don't want to hurt his feelings. The real truth of that is that everybody who's listening to me now has the same words exactly, I don't want to hurt his feelings. That is the most dangerous thing you can do. You, you, in other words, when you need to speak up, when you see your friend going astray, or when a person comes up to you, it doesn't matter about that. But let me just finish the point simply. And simple things where everybody can, most everybody can grasp this. And most everybody can have the same words in their heads. And the same devil. And the sympathy for the devil is, I don't want to hurt his feelings. The truth of the matter is, you have become dependent upon the service, the love, the sense of worth he gives you with his friendship or fiendship. See the difference? It was a fiendship all along. And you become codependent on that. And so what it means to, I don't want to hurt your feelings, it means he will draw, he will draw himself away as if he was a drug. His presence was like a drug. It made you feel better. And you'd do anything for him for that. And you, you thought you, that is a good thing between the two of you. It isn't. It's the same with sex in, when you're married. Exactly. But, but the instant, of the, the, what I've presented to you is the words in your head. The words in your head are exactly the same as the words in everybody's head in those moments. I don't want to hurt his feelings, but what is really is the, the, the drug of the the drugness. I don't know if that's a good word, but the the person is acting as a drug. You could be addicted to anything. You could be addicted to sex. You could be addicted to stamp collecting. It's having a a very expensive stamp collection is can give you up because you've got one better than everybody else. It's, all that is addiction. All that is sympathy for the devil. It, because the devil makes you feel good. So you never ever find, never ever find the truth that makes you free. And if you can't do that, what will it happen when it gets worse, when you have a civil war? 
when you have to stand up or when it's becoming a civil war and can be stopped by your standing up. In mass, not just one, just me or just you, I'm talking to a lot of people. You have to get some balls, excuse the expression. And you have that because the fact that you keep it to yourself, the fact that your your wife won't give you sex if you stand up for yourself, then screw the sex. Again, excuse the way I express it. It doesn't matter. If sex makes you feel good, it shouldn't. It may be some release, and it may be a, 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 a good thing. It can be a good thing, of course, but not if you're addicted to it, so like the friend. When you have sex, you're finished. But then there's more. If you use sex as to, f to feel better about yourself, to give you a lift, if that is involved, then you have the same problem with your wife. She will love you for your weakness. And then sooner or later, all hell breaks loose. See, because you're using her and you're not standing up to her. Not tonight, Josephine. I, I see you working for a fur coat. Or you want that, you want that car. I say you can't have. All right, we'll be right back. The number is, is 800-866-8883. Sorry about all that. But what, what is needed in things to come? If you want to save your country, you've got half the country mentally ill. And the other half of the country, not as perfect as they should be, but this is the time for the perfection of those who are on the right. And also standing up to the left and having the courage to speak to your next-door neighbor. So he may get angry with you and then want to see you again, and it's okay, he's not your friend. But if you do it in a good way and explain to him, let's have a nice discussion about that. That's assuming that's the case. And you absolutely do, do know what the truth is, that there's something wrong with your next-door neighbor, or whoever it is. It, it, it comes, it, you have a certain demeanor and something about your presence that is unstoppable which I shall discuss after the break ladies and gentlemen may I suggest you go to my website and if you have a problem with standing up for yourself just the way I described then why don't you go to my website fhu.com and download a seven minute meditation that will bring you to that which gives you courage and faith and not to worry about what people think and, and give you the right strength, um, faith, and, but without a feeling. In other words, you're going to have to be, learn to go through life without a feeling for anybody. That does not mean to say you have to, there is a certain kind of feeling where you have no feelings for anybody and you, you actually enjoy a feeling by looking down their nose your nose towards them and getting a certain amount of pleasure from it. It's a, that's how they, we consider a person who has no feelings. 
But he does have a feeling. The person who has no feelings has a feeling, if you see what I mean. I'm saying that everything comes through you is good. And good can't be overcome by anything. And you have to practice it every day, because every day there's something that could be said in a special way that makes a big change so that you you don't react and get upset with something that's is going wrong. Not see but the person who is doing the wrong will get upset and it will it'll try to upset upset you. See? They will naturally have a, a reaction. And you don't have a reaction because you are not you're overcome by that which prevents you from it. See so that's what meditation can do. And if you go to my website FHU.com and get get it no charge for it at all. I'm getting ready to, in the next maybe six months and year at most, hopefully, to have all my materials before I leave this earth, free of charge for everybody that everybody on on earth. Everything I have, all you have to do is go and say, cancer. You go and find cancer, and you learn all about it, and then you have a meditation, and it works a certain way. And you'll see that everything can over, be overcome by something within you that you're lost because you never stood up for anything. You never stood up for God. And you see what I mean, Butterbean. We'll be right back. Listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. Now, here is the stance of standing your ground. There's no use for asking for trouble, running around, around proselytizing. That's no good. But there are situations that come to you. You don't have to go to them, it comes to you. Trials and tribulations come to you. Opportunities to speak up or not come to you. You don't have to proselytize and run around looking for trouble. Are you troubled? No. I can sit in an airplane. Hello, this is, I'm me. You know, uh, where are you going lately? You know, that kind of thing. You sit with a passenger. And, and you, you normally, I'm just giving an example. And so, in your exchange of the person sitting next to you in a bus or going on a long trip on an airplane so is it says you know it comes to what do you do for a living and the person says this and I said what do you do then that's to me and I said well I help people overcome stress no it's just really well it gives me the chance of expressing myself that's fair enough now, in the middle of discussion, as I'm speaking, they might might stiffen up and get upset and turn away. I don't worry about that. But also, I've had flights, lots of flights, where time disappeared and the person next to me, his life has changed. Very simple. And so there's an opportunity. You don't have to make, you don't have to proselytize. You have to exist differently to your opponent. In, in anything. So you have to deal with your, 
your wife and your children. Let's say you, you have your husband and he's, he's, he's angry. The first thing you have to learn to do is not to be angry with it. And not being angry with it upsets him. Now, you see, you win by not losing your cool. Let's say it again. You win by not losing your cool. Now, then you may say, well, I don't know how not to lose my cool. I don't know how not to be upset. I don't know how not to overreact. That's what I'm saying. There is a way, if you have a will, to that way. Meaning, I I want to understand why can't I deal with difficult people? You you if you you got to live with difficult people, difficult kids, difficult wives, difficult husbands, difficult situations, all must be handled by one thing: not reacting to anything. Then you say to yourself, "What kind of man is this? He has no feelings." Yes, I do have no feelings. I have a little cry, little tear in my eyes sometimes when I see these things. That's about a little bit about compassion, I suppose. I'm a, I have a little tear in my eye when I see something beautiful and good. But that's not the same thing as emotions that come at you or seductions which uh, entangle you with their emotions and draw you in like the friend. So you can't speak up to him because you're addicted to his approval. And you're addicted to your wife's approval. And you, you see that? Then you, then you, you start to be something going wrong with you. When you. The minute that starts, then it begins, you have anxiety because you didn't stand up. See, you didn't. And so you just become an appeaser. And now, now the, the Democrats I'm talking about are appeasers of the devil. Now you know what I mean. They are appeasing. They have something further beyond them, that in 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 which they are entwined, and representing it in you, so that if you don't start to speak up, or if you it's just speaking up by itself won't work. But if you have to have that which was within you that speaks through you, or Jesus was said, he says, "Why call me good?" There's no no one good but God, and the things that I can do, and God does also does all kinds of things through Him. He didn't cure, cure anybody; it was the Father within Him that was an extension through Him that was able to to cure the, the people who of faith, because they know it when they see it, they when they experience it. It has to be an experience. And you have to have the experience of no experience, meaning you have been give forgiven and you know the emotional the sense of worth that comes from emotions. The sense of worth comes from not standing up and keep the status quo, right? So I don't want to hurt your feelings when it's really disconnecting from your, the, your friend who's the devil or is playing a, a simple role similar to that. In other words, he understands or she understands that even though you can't see it, you feel comfortable around that person when you shouldn't feel any comfort at all. You're taking comfort. Only God can comfort you. 
That's what I mean. He gives you faith. But when you don't have, when you are caught up with a friend who is a fiend, and you don't brush him away, I mean, don't stand up and to remind him that he is doing the wrong thing to, for his wife, then you've missed your opportunity. And you become... Now, let's assume that he runs away and and doesn't want to speak to you anymore. Good, you've lost what you shouldn't have had. You've lost a fiend that wasn't a friend. He was just playing you for a long, long time. And during that period of time, you might have had an, an inkling that what I'm saying was true and had lots of little opportunities to say it, but you missed them. How many understand what I'm saying? You see, I can do a program on one thing which is important to everything. Simple. Be still. The scripture says where it is. But I wonder if you know, as a Christian, what it means to be, what it means to be still and know I am God. Does anybody understand that? I do. It means, it means you have to disconnect. There's got to be a journey to a disconnection with the world, which is emotion. You, you, in other words, you've got to realize that motion is poison for humans. It's what makes animals function and monkeys evolve but it causes men to and women to devolve and go through life with a great anxiety. I have a friend, and he he worked at... The, listen, I'm much older than him. He's 55. I am almost 80, 89 and speaking a little slower than usual. And is, there's, there's nobody calling, so... There's nothing, uh, nothing bright and, and challenging, which t- tends to bring the, the out of me. So I'm just—it's uh, good that I give a little lecture every now and then. And so, it's important that you search for what stillness is. I have discovered what that is, and I can prove it to you. If you go to Facebook, Facebook. I've put the seven-minute meditation right on top, and people are going Google-eyed. Means the way it's a nice way of saying something. I hope means it really works. It doesn't work for everybody because it could be a threat to the to what's in you. See, I started off with sympathy for the devil. That's what you have. Your friend is a representative of that, even on this level. He's been your friend, but he's been your fiend, and but you, you've looked over his weakness because he likes you and makes you feel better about yourself. And that is dangerous, very dangerous. And my friend, who is now 55 or 56, uh, who worked for me when he was 16, 17, 18 years old, he became my friend for life. But all of a sudden, we got married. And the lady he married is a very lovely lady from another country, really. And he is, uh, you know, I, I gave him some good advice, and he becomes successful 
as a as a builder in very fancy houses. But he married this this very la- nice lady. There's nothing wrong with her. She understands what I'm talking about. I know that. But all of a sudden, he finds himself wanting to keep the money separate. The, he's always had that problem, so she's got money, and he, in other words, he's addicted to that. And there is a simple solution to that, but he is addicted to the security of his money, which is a certain, a certain, a certain sensibleness of that. However, all of a sudden he can't function. She's obviously pushing or holding up a lighted candle, so to speak. She is a really sweet lady, very sensible from another country. And I've talked to him, but he's breaking down and he can't hardly function. All of a sudden. It's all been kept, it's all of the giving in and going along, etc., etc. There's all thoughts that you don't see on the outside. I always knew it was there, but, I've, you know, you can, only, you can only do what you can do. I've been married 56, 60, 65 years. My wife hasn't got it yet. See? So you can't push people, but still, she's my wife, and still, he's my friend. And it isn't, it isn't that I never spoke to him about this. But now he's come to me, but he's, he's so caught up, he can't hear what I'm saying. He's going down fast, and so will you. And it doesn't take much, such as the, 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 uh, the example in front of you, of you that I gave with my friend. He's got a very good wife, very good. Yet she's she's wiser than him, when he should be wiser than her, and he's stuck on something, the money, addicted to it, not knowing how to deal with it. He has to have his, and she has to have hers, and it's a, it isn't appropriate. But, or of course, you must be very sensible. What you could do, for example, is both of you put your money in the bank and then you have right, if you're not so sure of yourself to begin with, because there's always a danger of that, uh, is to put a certain amount of money in the bank when you get married and you, and you both, whatever comes in is between the two of you. That's it. And then later on you can, if, if you have love, it goes towards your wife, so to speak. But she's she's actually anyway. You see what I'm saying? There's a simple way, but he had, couldn't get hold, couldn't get rid of that idea that he has money, and therefore it, it's a it's a it is a problem. But the but the point is he's re- overreacting. So he's overreacting to it. He doesn't know how to let it go. He could still do the same thing and not react. But when he when he's not re- when he's reacting he's when he, you understand what I'm saying go hear the music eight hundred eight six six eighty eight eighty three anyway I've got a few more things to say and then we'll say good night. I didn't get any Democrats. That's all right. They can't speak 
two people like myself. Uh, anyway, um, let me just bring it down to great simplicity. You have to learn what it means to be still. But first of all, you have to recognize where I'm coming from now. I'm not doing so good this evening. The subject matter was a little bit awkward, and nothing really happened except nobody called. It's all right. I, I understood that, and I, was, I, I wait for that. It is, is, it is a, a, a guarantee, proof that what I'm saying is they can't speak to people like me. They cannot. They're afraid. I want you to, I want you to be the kind of person that fears you for no reason. Now, there's two kinds of people that you will, in, you will be involved with as you go through life. One of them recognizes where you're coming from, if you're coming from that still place. And the other one feels uh, insulted by your presence, and they don't know why. And they, they hate you, and no, you don't know why they hate you, but you can sense that. But you can sense it, but it doesn't, it doesn't send any energy into you. That is because if you are be still, you will know your Creator, and you will have a, a light coming through you, an, an energy field coming through with how things need to be arranged. Yes, now, you're not arranging anything, and you're not picking the time when you should speak up or anything. You, you simply have an empty mind when it comes to that. You do not, have, you do not ch a challenge. You do not um, think ahead. You, you go through life and just waiting for something to happen in your awareness. The awareness all around you is interesting and beautiful. A blade of grass is beautiful. It could be anything. But you're here to, here to appreciate the world that you live in and, and, and to have love to, towards the Creator for giving you an awareness, but also giving you strength to deal with trials and tribulations. And you must overcome them. And the only way you can overcome one is to, is to be sure that you, 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 you want purpose. Listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. All right, I, do, I, don't have the, I don't have the program number, I don't have the screen up, so I don't have anything to say. 8936, thank you very much. This program number, if you, if you like it, I don't, know what you, I don't realize what we should like it, but if you do, that's what it is. And you can get a copy of it, or you can listen tomorrow or this evening when I, we hang up here, and you can hear the refeeds on FHU.com. Uh, Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon 97528. Uh, you can support the program. I am going to, I'm going to keep announcing it. We haven't started yet. We're just beginning to talk about it, and 
is a lot of things that have has to be done. Um, but I want, before I leave this earth, to leave it to everybody, so everybody of every race and color and creed is is can access my materials just by, if you, most people have computers, most, at the time when I kick the bucket, I'm sure more and more and more people are able to get what they couldn't have before with the iPhones. And pretty soon everybody's going to be having them. And you, everybody can then come to the foundation and look up anything. There's no charge. And only if it, if it helps you, you support the program. And there's enough people who will support the program so that people who can't afford it will be able to have their lives changed and saved. Now, coming back to the point here. Uh, Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. I'm sorry for the slow pace of this evening, but I'm a little bit tired. I got to bed at 11 o'clock, got up at 4, and I haven't had much sleep. I'm doing a lot of a lot of stuff right now. And But anyway, that's, I don't mean to make excuses. It's just a tiredness in my voice, and I recognize it. So please be be. Um, be, be gracious with me and, and bear with me for a little bit longer. Um, your life now must be here. You must use the meditation. Some people will get it and some people won't. And the people who get it are destined to get it and the people who don't may have to try a little bit more but not try to make it work. God has to work through you. you do, he doesn't need your help. You just sit, sit down and I'll show you where the stillness is. Where there's no time, no time, you're not you're you're in the world, but you're not of it. The spirit inside you is not in the world. It's not entangled with your intellect, with your monkey brain. You're, when you when you are disconnected from God, the it, the the spirit of paradise lost talks to you you from the world around you, from the authorities and the bullies and the seducers, etc., etc. And you're coming into that world. You had it when you come, you had the innocence and, and make it, Jesus makes a good point again. He says, as you, unless you become as, I'll add a few extra words, as a little boy, as a little child or innocent child, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. But you come into the world with it as a gift. But the tendency is that the culture you come in will overcome you. And we've got to be very very careful to, pervert, to preserve the culture that is America. But there's danger to people like me, danger that will, will swallow you up. And as it swallowed up all other nations, and in that swallowed up nation, there's just so many good people that have, are suffering, as you see in Syria and all that's going on in the Balkans. You see that there's not all bad, but bad are coming in with them. And so, therefore, the people, the Americans who love to play with, with sympathy for the devil actually don't mind the worst of people coming into this country. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's not about people coming into the country. It's actually the worst of people coming into the country. Don't you get it? That's what the screaming is all about. It is the, the people can come into the country. That is what is in a, in a league in a proper way. We welcome that, but not murderers and killers, which you seem to be protecting as a Democrat. 
time is it? Oops. Now do you understand me, you Democrats? Please, if you don't want to be a Democrat and you want to be and you don't want to be placed sympathy with the devil like with the rest of your co co-posts, what do you call yourself? If you want to find the truth and set you free and become a real person again, you go to my website and you download free a seven-minute meditation that has no, no religious words on it, none. Just the way to stillness, just disconnecting your soul from your monkey brain. Because when you, when you experienced terror and cruelty in your life, which you couldn't help coming into this world, the schools and the universities and, and all the perversion that's going on, it sort of sucks you in sooner or later, or that sort of thing, and you become bullied and demoralized. But it's that is important that drives you to look for something. But you've got to be careful not to look for it in the world. You have to look for it in him who made the world that you cannot see. And you have to be still and let get rid of all the thoughts no longer get tangled up all in the thoughts that talk to you, like, I don't want to hurt his feelings. See, it shouldn't come. It should be nice and clean. The words never come to you again. You don't have to, has, you don't have to learn your lesson twice. You only learn it once, and then you keep practicing it. If you like to have a surfboard, if you practice it a little at a time, it will be... Always a little, a little, a little, a little, it's a lot. A little, a little, a little is a lot. And you can you can slide down a 50-foot wave with, with the dexterity you didn't have when you first stood on that surfboard. See, you don't have to do. It will come. Every time you speak up, every time you, you allow yourself, allow God to enter into you and... and send a light out so you don't react to anything everybody reacts to you and it it's, it will kill them or cure them it doesn't mean as I said it when you when you get people react to you in anger you don't respond it upsets them that you don't respond they try harder and you still don't respond, and pretty soon they get upset by you. And what is in you that's upsetting them is getting inside them. See? And they're beginning to wake up or hate you. And if you lose a friend, if they drop dead, you haven't lost anything. Okay? It works either way for you. All right. Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Thank you for listening to me. I'll talk to you tomorrow and there's another another program coming up <laughs>